0: All right, we're going to go for an hour and no more. So i got to be home by six.
1: Okay, I will. This is that gets my go. There, I said it. Happy now?
0: Hi, everybody. This is Big Anklevich. Welcome to the... C- could we call this part three of the Christmas extravaganza? If you want to, but... Oh, I want to so bad. Okay. I really, really want to. Okay. Oh, it's going to be great. Okay, now you can't. Oh, damn it. So I'm Big... I don't know if I said this before I went off on a tangent number one of the day, but I'm Big Anglovich, and here by my right side is... Rich Outfield.
1: Yes. And this is our That Gets My Goat Holiday... Whatever is smaller than a spectacular.
0: Just an extravag... This one's just an extravaganza. A spectacular is a much bigger deal, I think. I think so. <laughs> oh. Spectacular is lesser than an extravaganza. This, this is, is just our a holiday
1: acknowledgement.
0: <laughs> so, this is another kind of a uh, listener participation event kind of a thing. Rish Outfield, without consulting me, asked people if they liked Christmas songs and wanted to hear what they had to say about Christmas songs. And. Everybody responded on Facebook.
1: Except and Big Englevich. yeah. Because well, he's I a was... big softie, despite having talked to my ear off countless times about when he had to do the graveyard shift <laughs> at a grocery store, and he'd do the night shifts right before Christmas, and it was the same, like, 11 Christmas songs over and over again. But they couldn't just be Christmas songs. They had to be non-offensive, non-denominational, non-religious Christmas songs. And so... He said that those like 11 songs were on his do not call list <laughs> every year for Christmas cuz he does, he grew to hate them. And for me it's almost all Christmas songs. <laughs> but well f- interestingly it's also that for our listeners.
0: <laughs> the, you know what the really the weird thing is about all of that is now that it's been so many years cuz this was 1999 or or so maybe 2000 No, it's 99. Exactly. When uh, I had to go through this, all these years later, I I hear those songs and it brings back like positive memories. It makes me nostalgic. I hear the song and I'm like, oh, not this Christmas. That is the worst. And now I hear it and I'm like, oh yeah. (laughs) This Christmas. It's weird. And I found that to be the case with like most 80s songs too. Like, I don't know if you're the, the same as me, but songs from the 80s, like when the 80s were happening, so many of them were like, oh, this song, it sucks. Why do they play this so much? And now I hear that song, and I'm like, oh, yeah, solid. As solid
1: a Rock. That's yeah. what this love is. Yeah, and,
0: and why would I look back positively at a song like that? And yet I do, and I sing along to it. All these songs that just are crap. But you put enough time... I mean, I remember, like, oh, I didn't like Prince, didn't like Madonna. You know, all the songs that everybody, you know, you had to love because those were the, the... You didn't like Bruce Springsteen. I don't know. I might even, like, look back at Bruce Springsteen's songs and be like, oh, yeah. Although, we're going to be discussing a Bruce Springsteen song today. <laughs> mm. <laughs>
1: well, Well, for me, it's the obligatoriness of these songs. Like... There's some kind of unwritten, or maybe it's even written down somewhere rule that you have to play these sang songs again and again, or you're somehow not in the spirit or you're somehow uh-huh. not properly observing the holiday and that and I mean, I could go on and on about the reasons I hate it, but one of the big ones is is just like with the decorations and the sales and the toys and all that stuff. It starts earlier every <laughs> year, and there was the station that I would make fun of. I think we made fun of it in the spirit of Christmas. Casey? That, that I believe they do the 30 days of Christmas or whatever. You know, it's starting a month before Christmas, they shift their format to only Christmas songs all day and all night. And this that year... That was what they did when you were a child. This year, I think they started like <laughs> November 2nd or some crazy thing like that. And it's one of those preset stations on my... Radio, because I'm old, and I was like, Well, I like to hear songs about love, so I'm gonna turn it to 100.3. But now it's just like, Oh gosh, is yeah. there some way to permanently skip to program into my radio to, that I never even stop there when I'm scanning stations? <laughs> what I've noticed
0: is, yeah, it was going, it got back to the point where. You said November 2nd. There was a few years ago where they started October 31st. Mm. Not November 1st. For some reason they thought, yeah, Halloween's the day we'll start playing Christmas songs. That makes perfect sense. Let's do it. And weird, I I don't know when they started this year, but I was listening to a radio station, which wasn't that radio station, but it was like an AM station or something like that. And apparently the guys that were on the show were, like, guests with the Christmas music station. And uh, they were there to help them turn, flip the switch over to the Christmas playlist or whatever. And they said that they had talked them. You know, they're like, yeah, we finally managed to talk them out of starting earlier and earlier. And so, you know, they waited until today. And I don't remember what day it was, but it was, like, the 15th or something. It was, like, actually you know progress (laughs) instead of like oh yeah they started on the first instead of the 31st you know it was it was at least a week or two from there and i was pretty impressed by that you know that they would make that decision so the other pro see this is the problem that i have with that station is they're not the christmas music station they're the christmas commercial station they play about a half of a song in between commercial breaks so you're like, oh, I'll listen to some Christmas music. Oh, it's a commercial. And then you turn to, oh, good, it's on a song. And then as soon as the song's over, it goes right to a commercial. And their commercial breaks are like 10 minutes long. And then they play a song. And then they go to another 10-minute long commercial break. But uh, I am, I guess, a softie. Because, yeah, I I like Christmas music. I don't have a real problem with the concept of Christmas music or... Uh most of the songs I tend to like there's a version we'll we'll put it this way there's a version of pretty much every song out there that I like I don't like every version like the stuff that they play on that station you're talking about is all absolute garbage I cannot stand any of it Um for example the first que- the first person who responded to our comment and you're Your question was, do you have a Christmas song you long to never hear again? Comment, and maybe I can convince Big to talk about it on the show. You know, for the holidays. For kids. So the first response is, that Mariah Carey (laughs) one. And, you know, that's Angie Bellinger Richardson who says that. And, oh man, do I agree 100% with her. Anything by Mariah Carey, really, is awful. Um, And this, the All I Want for Christmas Is You is not her worst song by a long shot, but it doesn't matter. It's still Mariah Carey. I've heard it done by other people, and, you know, I don't hate it. (laughs) I don't hate the song itself, but do I hate Mariah Carey.
1: I, too, hate Mariah Carey. And it just... Oh, the show of her voice. She yeah. doesn't sound like a human being. She sounds like some kind of fembot that's programmed to go ab- above and beyond the normal range of human singing. And there's, like, no humanity to it at all. I hate it. <laughs> but but having said that, uh, I've really grown to love uh, All I Want for Christmas is You. <laughs> really? Even the Fudge and Mariah Carey song. We went to... Uh, a family get together Christmas thing the other day and I took the kids to it and there was a Christmas train that you could ride and there was a Christmas boat ride you could take and in line for the Christmas boat ride I heard all I want for Christmas is you by Mariah Carey and then I heard it's cold outside I really must go that one and we'll talk about that and I mentioned that while we were getting <laughs> finally getting into the boat and I said you know I think Uh, this song was playing when we got in line and she says yeah the loop is only six songs (laughs) and so by the time we got off the boat that song and merry christmas or sorry all i want for christmas is you played again and i thought oh what a hellish job there's only six songs (laughs) in the loop holy cow
0: yeah you thought it was bad working at the grocery store in the middle or i should say i thought it was bad working because you didn't do that that was me But, yeah, it was much more than a six-song loop. You see, that's one of the things that's kind of a bummer about Christmas songs is most artists want to... They don't want to be considered uh, religious singers, you know what I mean? They don't want to be like, oh, it's Tennessee Ernie Ford...
1: Or something, you know. Even back, are you a hundred years old? Wait, what? <laughs> even back uh, when, even mentioning Amy Grant would have dated you, but Tennessee Ernie <laughs> Ford, even back
0: when Bing Crosby, you know, who is Mr. Christmas song, you know, that's like his sh- mo- number one legacy. You know, when they first came to Bing Crosby and said, "Hey, we, we want you to record some Christmas music," he's like, "What? No, I- I'm a pop singer. I can't. I can't sing." Christmas? I'm not a religious singer. Eventually, obviously, they convinced him to go for it anyways, and he became Mr. Christmas, but, you know, everybody tries to avoid any song that's mildly religious, which, you know, I can understand that, I guess, because you know, that's not your thing, or if you're the Andrews sisters, you're Jewish, and so you don't sing anything except for the ones that are uh, Santa Claus related. Um, But uh, unfortunately, it seriously limits people's song choices and so you go each year you know 30 or 40 artists put out a new Christmas album and
1: it's all the same it's the
0: exact same songs on every single album unless you're Sting you know you're just gonna use the exact same songs so that everybody has a version of Sleigh Ride everybody has a version of Baby It's Cold Outside Everybody has a version of Jingle Bells. Everybody has a version of All I Want for Christmas is You. Now the one that they've added, and what, that is cool. I love that they've actually added something. But yeah, now the new thing is
1: Last Christmas, everybody's doing their version of that song. That's true. You. It used to just be Wham, and now there's like 15 different <laughs> yeah, versions
0: of it. Uh, that's the thing that I hate about Christmas is... I, and I've done this more than once where I've taken my list of Christmas songs and like gone and listened to them and been like, okay... I'm going to pick my favorite version of each one of these songs and just get rid of the rest because I don't want to just keep hearing the same song over and over again. You know, I get my all my songs and I just tell it to shuffle and I keep hearing the same song every, you know, three or four songs. There's another, Sleigh Ride, and Sleigh Ride is the worst. Everybody does that song. Every single person. and. You know it's a it well it was a good song but at this point <laughs> I don't know
1: how much how much more I can stand it. It's funny cuz you're starting to become Mr. Negativity. <laughs> All it took was one I like that song. You know it's Mariah Carey and she's the Antichrist,
0: but I like that song. You talked about Mariah Carey being a fembot. When when All I Want for Christmas is You Came Out, did she look like a fembot already by then? I think probably. Did yeah. that happen later? Because she does not look like a real person anymore. It's just like the enormous jugs and like the, uh, all the... I don't know. Tom Tancredi says, as a comment reply to that, I love Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas, and I loathe it. Oh, how how do you love and loathe? (laughs) I'm not sure exactly how that works. But our next
1: comment is from Clay Duggar, who says, Annie by Josh Groban. You know, about five years ago, I wrote a sketch for us to do on the show. It was going to be a whole episode. And it was somewhat Josh Groban related because it was I
0: sure love that Josh. And we got
1: announcer man to do some anti-Josh Groban stuff for that episode. And then we never ran it, mostly because, you know, there's a hundred different things that I start to do for the show and then don't end up happening because it's work. Um, But, yeah, I always think about that because he's almost gone away. But five years ago, it's just like, oh crap, that song yeah. again by Josh Groban? <laughs> Dude, this is a real radio station. What are you guys oh, playing this on? Holy Night. And I even recorded <laughs> a version. I went onto YouTube and got a karaoke version of a Josh Groban song, and I sang it, but made it about chalupas. <laughs> and I recorded that, and I still have the recording. It was supposed to play, you know, at, as an outtake at the end of the episode and yeah that makes me regret us not doing it but yes like I, your lute song dugger you're correct <laughs> <Like Cachalupa>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, i agree with you there clay Duggar.
0: yes me too i i once got a josh groban album for my wife because she liked josh groban and, uh, uh-huh. and Luckily, it wasn't the Christmas song uh, album, so it doesn't keep coming back year after year to haunt me. It's like Jason Voorhees is like, shoot, is it
1: Friday the 13th again? (laughs) Oh, crap.
0: Exactly. That's what Josh Groban is like, man. I'm not down with his thing. Uh, Jonathan Hickel says, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas.
1: Okay, I gotta agree with you there, although I never hear that song. Thank Buddha, dude. Yeah. Because I've heard that song probably twice or thrice in my whole life. It's... And uh, I don't know which version it is, but the one that I've heard it's like some woman doing like a sing-songy little kid on yeah, a romper room kindergarten trying teacher trying to sound like a child voice. and he's like I'm a, I'm a banana, this thing fuck 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 you and i just like oh my gosh it's worse than Josh Groban yeah because of the opposite I mean Josh Groban is just You know, it's like, oh, come on, dude. Nobody sings like that. This person is not even... They're not even trying. Yeah. It's just like, I'm going to do a voice. It's really annoying. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to sell a hundred albums. And you're like, yeah. And that's a hundred too many. (laughs) Sorry. But Yeah, that is a song they
0: don't play much. But it's almost like the only version of that song, though. Weirdly, like
1: somebody, Hanson, should have done a version of it (laughs) instead of the song that they did do. (laughs) Hanson is one of those... Where in, and I know it's 90s, not 80s, but in the 90s, I was just like, oh, this is, cr- oh, somebody recorded diarrhea, and now it's on the radio. <laughs> and enough time has passed that when I hear mbop, I'm going, oh, oh, oh wait, 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 leave that. Mbop. You start there's, singing along. There's something like joyously innocent about that it. song to me now. Uh, sorry, and that is, an, uh, that is a sidetrack. You said, you made an interesting observation about I want a hippopotamus <clears throat> for Christmas the other day. I don't know why this happened, but uh, I want a hippopotamus for
0: Christmas. Somehow wires got crossed in my head and I couldn't sing the next line to it. I would go, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. And I I guess it's the second line too. Only hippopotamus will do. And then the wire crosses and I go, I "I love to
1: hear you moralize. When I'm between your thighs, you blow me me away.
0: Sit on my face and tell me that you love me. And I posted about that on Facebook and people were like, I don't get it. And then so I typed it all out for them. They're like, oh, okay, I see it now. But yeah, I mean, they're not quite the same, but they're they're similar enough that somehow...
1: (laughs) Really similar. Somehow
0: the wires crossed in my head and that's how I keep singing it every time that I... Uh, think of it now. So that's this trouble. Dave Wallace mentions a song here called Mary, did you know? Do, you, do you know this song
1: cuz this doesn't sound familiar. I'm um, I uh that that is weird. I I don't know did you know that song, Ed? Uh no. I don't know that song. Uh, Mar- Mary, did you know? We'll ask Doc if uh Doc, do you do you know that one? Uh-huh. <laughs> yep, apparently he oh, <laughs> he tooted it. Toots, tootleman over there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that song. Um, that's um, got to be a supremely religious one. Uh, yeah, it's obviously. It's like, Mary, did you know when yeah, that was growing in your belly? Maybe it's that one of he those. He would one day be upon the cross. Now, I apologize because that's <laughs> probably severely offensive to people out there. But all country music, <laughs> when they feel offensive. like they need to throw in a line about America and or a line about God or Jesus has that effect on me as, as my little twangy uh, sacrilegious song just did to you Yeah. so now we're all one because we've been offended <laughs> equally it feels a little
0: cheap every time they do that yeah I don't know that, that, I didn't mention this before because we moved on but the there's actually two stations that play Christmas music I've discovered well you're listening to AM there's and probably all of them on there I I started flipping back and forth from one to the other because, you know, the one is the commercial station and not the Christmas station. So when they go to commercial, I'll jump up. And it's only like, it, it, one's like 100.3 and the other one's like 101.5 or something
1: like that. So I'll just dash up the dial. <laughs> because 100.3 is always on commercial.
0: Yeah. And the weird thing is, or the sad thing is, uh, that's I think it's the country station normally. Because they'll play, like, Bean Crosby and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, it's like, Santa looked a lot like Daddy. Daddy looks a lot like him. And I'm just like, whoa. Santa I
1: took my mom right over the pool table. And you're like, what?
0: I just like, I, I, I haven't heard that song no what
1: what is this you will have to send me the link to that That because i would much rather listen to the country (laughs) version honestly i mean even though i just talked about how crass the country songs can be at least i haven't heard trisha yearwood's version of winter wonderland 400 times you know what i mean yeah it's like these are ones that they don't get played on the mainstream station and so maybe i'd be like oh Oh, is somebody else doing Little Drummer Boy instead of Neil Diamond? Okay. Oh,
0: oh, maybe that'll come up later, too. Because I do see it down the. Oh, as a matter of fact, Charles Knudsen, I'm guessing. I'm sure you don't say
1: Knudsen. I'm
0: assuming the K is silent. KN usually means silent K. Hey,
1: Charles, let's put the nude back in Knudsen, all right? Knudsen.
0: He says Little Drummer Boy. And Marsha Latham replies, I love the little drummer boy. Where did that even come from? Peace on her. Not only is the song itself annoying, but it's not based on anything. Except for the the people who wrote the song. It's written by Biggie. And I couldn't, of course, let that go because, like, seriously, you're going to complain that a Christmas song is based on nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. And, and the, the Rudolph the Reindeer, Red Nose Reindeer story is based on the truth. <laughs> that was based on pure scripture. I mean, what 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 are you going for here, Marshall?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and Marshall said, of course Rudolph is real. Both stories were also adapted by Rankin Bass in the 80s. I still like and watch the Rudolph special. But even as a kid, I could not tolerate the little drummer boy. Let's get some of that uh, emperor music. Anger. Me. I mean, I appreciate the effort to make a religious Christmas special, but that song... <laughs> <laughs> he puts parumpum-pum shut up and <laughs> <laughs> pum shut up. Uh, you know,
0: that parumpum-pum-pum part is the thing that kills, kills every drum, little drummer be? boy version. Every time I hear someone do that, I go, oh, no. And, yeah, you Neil Diamond or somebody going, Can I play for you? Or somebody, like, tries to come up with some way to make it not suck. Me and and so drum. they'll do it different and be like, pum, 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 You know, or they're oh, changing really? around. Or I've I've heard a few where I don't hate. Those would all be, like, the, the one. there's one version I have that's just... A, from a CD that I got a long time ago that's just called Big Band Christmas. And it was done in a in the style of Sing 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 by uh, Benny Goodman, I believe that was. But you know that's the that's the song where it's got the drums you know. So it's a well-known song as far as swing goes. But, yeah, they took it and kind of did it as uh, as Little Drummer Boy. So they did the same thing. They go, and then they go,
1: and it's at least tolerable. All right, I'll take your word for it on that one. <laughs> You, of course, rolled your eyes when I said Trisha Yearwood doing Winter Wonderland, but I'd rather hear that. I'm sorry.
0: Ugh, Winter Wonderland is one that I it, can, Is that
1: on this list? Because I wanted to
0: address Winter Wonderland. I, I'm sure it is. Pretty much every single song is on this list. So this one is a no-brainer. Mark Shi What? Shifley.
1: Mark Shifley
0: says uh, The Christmas
1: Shoes. Yeah, in Britain they'd probably say Shifley, whereas here, you know... <laughs> Well, yeah, if he didn't say it, I would have said it. Thank you, Mark. We've talked about that before on the Doon Steve. If you're a long-time listener, just listen to that episode again, because nothing (laughs) has changed. But on the positive side, on the count your blessings side, I really only hear that song maybe once every Christmas season. You'll be, like, walking through the mall and everything is fine, and then suddenly, like, a goose walks over your grave, and you're like, holy (laughs) crap, what has happened? Oh... The Christmas Shoes is planned. And it's like, Daddy crippled this boy's mama just so I could learn my lesson. And I'm like, oh, geez. Did I say Daddy? I guess Daddy could have crippled this boy's mama, too. But that's not uh, the actual meaning of the song. <laughs> oh, gosh. Christmas Shoes sucks. Yeah. And it was so popular just a decade ago, 15 years ago or whatever, that Hallmark Hall of Fame made a... And maybe it wasn't Hall of Fame. They have standards.
0: I think... No, I think it was... I uh, See, I would have guessed that it was a song made specifically for the Hallmark Hall of Fame movie. And that's where it came from, but it could just no, have easily been it's one of those super
1: the, crass country songs appealing to the lowest common denominator, guys. <laughs> okay,
0: now, keeping on the uh, same theme, the next uh, person, Aaron Vleck. Says I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Now you have ranted. Maybe not on the show. Maybe yes on the show. I'm not sure. But you have ranted about how much you hate this song. I don't think so. Eh? Yes, you have. Don't lie. You hate the just the the cheesy. I want to say innocence or something like that of the
1: <laughs> the naivete oh, of what, a, what how daddy would have. Laughed had he seen. Yeah. mommy spread eagle with this strange <laughs> man. <laughs> Isn't that the end of the song? You I think, remember. Yeah, I, th- I think that spread is spread eagle. It might yeah. have been spread eagle. There, but
0: <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like the song personally. Why? But, um, I just think it's kind of cute. Mommy kissing Santa Claus, and the kid doesn't realize that they're the same person.
1: Because Santa-, Santa looked a lot like Daddy. Daddy looked a lot like him. He never ever used a condom, but you didn't know where he
0: had been. All right. Okay. Jennifer Gifford says Felix Navidad. Now I don't know that song, but Feliz Navidad. That's probably just a typo.
1: <laughs> no, no. He's, he's like, she's like saying Josh Groban. There's a guy named Felix. Navidad oh gosh. Yeah. Who comes out every Christmas. Every to year. Do a he's bunch got of more standards. songs.
0: <laughs> She just hates the the voice of the uh, singer who is, who is it? Is it Jose Feliciano? Is
1: that? Oh, I don't know who does Felice Navidad. You can't yeah, I with just, Jose Feliciano. You don't no, no. hear like a bunch of covers of that very often. It's almost always that, yeah, that it's same, that same version. song every
0: time, except for Dora the Explorer did do oh, a cover. Geez, of really? It. It's Did, weird
1: that you don't hear that on radio stations. <laughs> didn't I tell you about that one
0: where uh, my daughter, way back in the day, had watched just all this uh, Dora the Explorer, you know? And then we went to this Christmas party and they were just singing random songs and they decided to sing Feliz Navidad. <laughs> my daughter goes, oh, I know this one. Alice Magiva. And I just thought, <laughs> Oh, that's great. Thank goodness for
1: Dora to teach our kids Spanish. She's doing such a great job of it. She'd always say, Abinete! yeah, i like, I don't know what that means. Abinete! Your dad would punch me if I did that right now, okay? He's like, Abinete! Stop saying it.
0: It's really catching on. It's working out. Dora's gone away. Like
1: You don't hear anything about her, nor Barney. Well, Barney's been gone for a long time, and I think people really, really hated Barney. Whereas Dora was a little bit shrill, a little bit irritating, but she didn't engender the kind of hate that that Barney did. Because he was like... (laughs) Whereas Dora was just like,
0: say map! And then she'd just stand there and wait for you and wait for you and just like blink at you and stuff. And you're just like, ah, you're creeping me out. Stop looking at me.
1: Same map, god damn it. Okay, map.
0: Yeah. Do it, bastard or something. She also really dislikes the disco sound of the uh, of song. And it, it was from that time period. All right, next, Mia McDavid doesn't like Rudolph. Who doesn't like Rudolph? Except for Ooh. all the reindeer. All, the other, all of the other reindeer? that used to laugh and call him names. Uh, that's based on uh, an actual scriptural account,
1: too, which is cool. She also
0: adds the date rape
1: song. Oh, I can't imagine what she could be referring to. <laughs> Next. <laughs> I, I don't have a problem with Rudolph, but it it has been played a lot of times. Although, yeah, there's probably a thousand different versions of that one, too. And
0: yeah, the date rape song like,
1: oh, or Rudolph. Rudolph. There's not, like, one... Version that you always think of with Rudolph, as far as I know, that's a much more childy one that you probably don't hear on the yeah adult contemporary.
0: Yeah, not as much, but you still get it. They play the uh, weirdly. They play the like Roy Rogers version of that song a lot. That and Santa Claus is coming to town. Those two like Roy Rogers singing cowboy is always on the air singing that. Not on the country station, but on the regular one, which is odd, I think. I wonder if it's the same where Gino Moretto comes from. Hell Gino, no. Gino Moretto says he can't stand Snoopy's Christmas. Now, this is not what you think it is, though. Oh. He's not talking about Linus and Lucy, which is the name of the song that you want to despise. There's I don't a, want to. I have achieved actual despise <laughs> There's a song called Snoopy's Christmas... He says he worked in the department store over Christmas one year, and it was one of the songs.
1: Well, let's looped. listen to it, because I want to hear what Snoopy's Christmas is. Chances are I hate that, too, though. Because he's there's more than one peanut song that used to get played at work all the time, and I'd be like, oh, is this another peanut song? It's like, <laughs> yes, this is the part where they stick their tongues out and get some snowflakes on them. And I was like, F you. Why are you talking that way? You know that you're 50 years old. <laughs> yeah, I've heard Snoopy versus the Red Baron, but this isn't called Snoopy's Christmas, is it? Oh this isn't it then? Well Christmas. Forty
0: below.
1: up Forty below?
0: I want to know from Gino if that's what he's talking about or if he's talking about Linus and Lucy. Um, which is the song that goes. They play the it. piano, da da da, da, da which, that that. was one of the ones that pissed me off when I worked at the grocery store overnight because it's, it's not, not a Christmas, Christmas song. It's just a song from a TV show. It was on the Great Pumpkin. So apparently it's also a Halloween song. The, it was on, I'm one. sure it was on the Thanksgiving one, it's the Easter one, man, Charlie Brown. all of the Charlie Brown songs or specials
1: included that song. Happy 9-11, Charlie Brown, <laughs> the, these, these specials. So, but yeah, Gino, if that's the song, the Snoopy versus the Red Baron, gosh, I hate to say this, I hate to, because you know me, I love to just load things. I don't mind that song at all, that Snoopy versus the Red Baron song. <laughs> In fact, I almost smiled. I couldn't quite manage because, you know, the hate is flowing through me. Oh, but but oh, I, I almost oh, smiled when I heard it because <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I, I
0: remember this song. I don't remember that song at all. I, I When I saw Gino's complaint about it, I went, what is this? I've got to look it up. And when I played it, I was like, I've never heard this song. And I'm sure I have because obviously it was on the, the Christmas special and I've seen it.
1: Well, I wonder if we should have looked up Mary, Did You Know? (laughs) Maybe that one's best left to the imagination. Maybe we should just look it up and make Dave Wallace listen to it for a while. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's it's a way to punish the people that participated in this episode. Play a little clip of each one.
0: Yeah. Gino had a similar experience to me. He says he worked in a department store over Christmas one year, and it was one of the songs uh, on the looped music mix. And you would hear it over and over and over again. He's not a fan also of Feliz Navidad, which I assume was probably also on the loop. You know what song was on the loop? There were several songs that were on the loop, like This Christmas, which is one I was just like, I've never heard this This Christmas song. But now you've heard it 40 but yeah, times. After a month, I was like, I never want to hear this this Christmas song again. Another one of those was... The Waitresses. Oh, gosh. I hate The Waitresses.
1: Christmas rapping. rapping. Ugh. And the, Here's, here's an, a summation of all of The Waitresses' songs. All of their songs <laughs> do that. All of them. Yeah. The funny thing is, again, oh, 16 years like later, it. I'm please like, you do I
0: need to get myself a copy of oh, that song. Oh, that song
1: eats giant shovelfuls of manure. <laughs> I like it
0: now, weirdly. Oh.
1: Rudolph Dung in just clumps.
0: Marshall says he used that uh, Snoopy's Christmas as the music bed in his podcast for Christmas. Good thing that Gino doesn't listen to his show, I guess, then, huh? Or anyone (laughs) else. Gino says there's a New Zealand-themed version of the 12 Days of Christmas, which he finds really annoying. But you hardly ever hear it anymore. Even there. Which is a mercy. I've never heard it, it turns out. Uh, you know what I did hear, you
1: though? You would just be baffled <laughs> by that, Doug. Can you imagine? We'd be like, I, okay, I think I get that one because there's a city called Wellington, right? And that must be a play on the—but the rest, no. Yeah. There was a podcast that I was listening to that was playing
0: Christmas songs, and they were talking about how uh, for a majority of the world, really, Christmas comes in the summertime. And all this crap that we sing about, you know, going for rides on open sleighs and letting oh, it snow. A of the world. And all that stuff. In the stuff.
1: land of white men, Christmas <laughs> comes in winter. <laughs> well, you were coughing through that, so we'll have to cut it, but...
0: Apparently there's a song, and I, I want to say it was from Australia, or maybe, I, th- I think it may have even been from New Zealand, where, they, yeah, they just did a whole bunch of songs and they switched them around so it was... I, I want to say it was walking in a summer wonderland is what they sang in this. And they, you know, changed everything up so that it wasn't all about sleigh bells ringing and building a snowman and all that kind of crap.
1: Instead of a Christmas tree, it was Vegemite. Yeah, these <laughs> things happen.
0: Okay, what did you guess on how to say his name? Techlets or Tech? I'm just going to say Techlets. yes. <clears throat>
1: those little Spanish gums. Yeah. I, I like those.
0: Keith Techlitz says he enjoys Bob and Doug McKinsey's version of The Twelve Days of Christmas. And a beer. The first time he heard it, but after that, now it just annoys him. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> the, the, the song that you sent to me was The Twelve
1: Pains of Christmas. Do you Christmas. not like that? Bob Rivers' Twelve <laughs> Pains of Christmas? I like uh, the, the part where he goes, rigging up the lights. That guy. The,
0: yeah, that guy that, is probably the When one
1: goes out, they all go out. Now why the hell are they blinking? I love that yeah. guy.
0: He keeps changing his... You know, some of them change things up, but as it goes on, they... You know what they're talking about? Because they've said their thing once, and then they just start, you know, living through it. The Facing My In-Law's Lady <laughs> has some pretty good ones, too. And the kid, who's just like, Buy
1: me something!
0: that
1: uh, want a Transformer! She's a witch, I hate her!
0: Oh, yeah. Uh... <laughs> That's one of those <laughs> songs, though. Like, the 12 Days of Christmas can be one of the worst songs possible. And everybody has their 12 Days of Whatever. You know, there's so many parodies of that song. I have a, f- a fun version where this guy actually really worked hard. And it's available. I'm, I, I, I want to say I found it. And what was that? We used to get all our music for the show. Was it gemendo.com? Yeah, I, I think I Jamendo. found this guy's Christmas music on jamendo.com and he did a version of 12 Days of Christmas which was actually really good and he changed the things up he did them in all different ways and stuff like that there's one point where he's like okay everybody take a big breath and then he just does it as fast as humanly possibly and he just goes through it that fast anyways it was a really good one but for the most part I'm sorry
1: you don't like twelve, 12 days pains of Christmas,
0: twelve pains of Christmas. I have fond memories of. Okay. Good. Like the waitresses.
1: Oh um, come on! Please don't lump those together. But in a, one is a novelty song, and <laughs> one is just a cruel and unusual punishment <laughs> song.
0: But the twelve pains of Christmas, I have uh, more deep-seated fond memories of it because I heard it in my childhood, in the eighties. So, let's see. Next up comes Marshall Latham with another uh, contribution. For such a
1: jolly man, he he has room in his in inside him for a lot of hate. Yes, I like that about Marshall. <laughs>
0: yeah, his profile picture is him dressed as Santa too, and he's here just railing against Christmas music. <laughs> but he's also drop kicking a brat in the Santa costume, mm, okay. which you don't get a lot of. His contribution this time is "Last Christmas" by Wham. That's so Ooh. annoying. Gino Moretto concurs. Keith Techlitz says Marshall Latham wins.
1: I love Last Christmas. But, yeah, now you don't always hear the Wham version. Yeah, you you like
0: the Taylor Swift version instead?
1: I like all Taylor Swift versions, but no, I I still prefer the Wham. You like the
0: Taylor Swift song where she sings about the baby boy who saved the birthday boy. That's what she sings. The birthday boy who saved our lives. (laughs) But yeah, okay. How about this one? I believe this was actually by Wings, but uh, oh, in Paul here, McCartney. They're talking by McCartney. Christine Maya Flair says McCartney's simply having a wonderful simply Christmas time. Having
1: a wonderful Christmas time. She says
0: boring, repetitive, and
1: inane. We're in the car, podcast is on, and <laughs> making fun of Marshall. Uncertain. And your schlong. Says, simply podcasting. Says
0: also blatantly written to rake in Christmas royalties. And John JCG says easily
1: the worst of the worst. <laughs> I don't hate that song. I don't hate it either. But it is in name the the, the the da 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 da, da, da. It's, there's something just like super ah, that's shrill or biting or the choir of children <laughs> sing their song ding, ding,
0: they practice all ding, year long. Ding,
1: ding,
0: long that was another one of those songs that was on the repetitive loop at the grocery store and yeah I did not like that It. I still probably don't very much it's not one that I've gotten to the point where I'm like oh yeah I remember that song that was I think i need a copy of that i wonder how many people have done their own version of it none oh here's a good one uh charles newtson is the john denver song turn it i don't want to click on the link because what is this song called the john it's please daddy don't get drunk on christmas or what is, is that? that what it's called what is it please, the data
1: on it please daddy put that broken bottle down
0: <laughs> please daddy don't beat mommy this christmas yeah please daddy don't get drunk this christmas
1: Oh, I kind of wanted you to play it.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> Start over. Charles Newton says, uh, of course, there's this uplifting classic, which is the John Denver. Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. That's a, like a country staple, I think. That's one <laughs> of those, like, every country singer has to do their version. Like, Dolly Parton has one, and like, Kenny Rogers,
1: and Garth Brooks, and Trisha Yearwood. Justin Bieber, yeah, all those country icons.
0: Okay, here's a winner for Rish Outfield. Travis Wade hates
1: Santa Baby. Oh, I hate Santa Baby, Travis. Maybe you and I could be friends. <laughs> New. And Big has always defended Santa Baby. It's just like, hey, it's harmless, and it's sort of a... It called back to an earlier time, a better time, a purer time. I like Santa When there were Santa gold baby. diggers, and it was okay. And, and I ain't saying she's a gold digger, but she <laughs> ain't she messing ain't with messing, no messing with broke, no... broke, broke. <laughs> Yeah,
0: no, I, I don't know what it is, but I love that song. And I know you're going to even hate it worse when I say that, that my favorite like version come. is the Madonna uh. version. I hate the original version, though. It sounds like they've freaking pumped the girl up with quaaludes and then said, Okay, uh, sing the song now that you're uh, totally high. And yeah, it's just like Santa, baby. And if there's nothing to it. Madonna When Madonna sings it, she totally sounds like she's Betty Boop. Um, not that I love Betty Boop or anything, but it, I, just, I just like the idea of it. It's—I'm uh, sure people will hate me for it, just like you hate me for it. But I don't care.
1: Yeah, I think it's the Betty Boop ness of that song that makes me hate it so much. Really? And I never heard the original; it was always the Madonna yeah, version. Yeah, that was the only version hear. that I knew.
0: I didn't hear the original way and later, and I was played- horrified.
1: Somebody doing it that didn't do the little curly voice, <laughs> and I thought, oh, you know, uh, I still don't like it, but I don't hate it as much. The
0: weirdest one was the Everclear version. <laughs> oh, I, I liked like, Everclear. Wait a minute, Everclear? I don't know if you guys understand what this song is about. <laughs> Anyways, okay, Jeff Carls says definitely the date rape song Gosh, I
1: I, I don't know what he could be referring to there
0: (laughs) oh okay you mean the sublime song I didn't know that was a Christmas song (laughs) poor sublime that guy's dead that guy was dead before we even knew who he was I know that's weird huh talking about it being you know cold outside and what's in this drink you know I don't well whatever Okay. In case you didn't know why it was bad, Travis Wade says, Baby, It's Cold Outside is a rape song. Santa Baby (laughs) degrades women in too many ways to list.
1: (laughs) Okay. We've talked about It's Cold Outside before. It was one of the songs that I heard multiple times this week. (laughs) And really, I think my only problem with the song was my introduction to it was in Elf. Um. And if I had had like some pretty girl that says, "Have you never heard this song oh, it's can sing it with me I would feel totally different w- about it because there is something I mean it's a complex song it's not just one it's simply having it's there's something going on I mean it would be hard it's to not learn. just a date rape song you're saying that's w- why it's complex is <laughs> the, the date rapacity of it but I, I think Part of the reason I don't like it is yeah, I just, yeah, I don't know it and I don't have any good memories associated with it. And, you know, the, the big memory is health.
0: Yeah, I've heard a few weird versions of it. There was a version in this movie that my wife owned when we got married called, I want to say it might be called All I Want for Christmas. Liam Neeson was Santa Claus and, and Thora, Thora Birch, Birch was a really child good. and Thora Birch does Baby It's Cold Outside with her grandma. Basically, oh, okay, it's so not with an old man dressed at sex. least, not an old man, but yeah, she her grandma is now trying to get her in bed somehow. I don't know what that's all about, but and then there's another version too that I have where uh, Brian Setzer does it with Anne Margaret, who is like 50 years no, she's probably not that much older than him, but she's much older than him, like 30 years older than than him. Which and she's a,
1: trying to seduce him, or he's trying to seduce well,
0: him? it's always the guy trying to seduce the girl. Oh, okay. But, yeah, it was just another uh, take on it. Another person, unascertained, hates Santa Baby. She thinks it's just so creepy. And then Chris Monroe has this comment. I mean, like all of them, Christmas music is terrible. If it were any good, it would be regular music. (laughs) fairy tale of new york by the Oh, i love fairy notwithstanding obviously that song's delightful (laughs) if i had to pick the very worst one i'd go with wonderful christmas time by wings for what i feel are obvious reasons and that's our last comment what do you think about we've already kind of in our intro touched on that but i don't hate christmas music maybe it's because you only listen to it once a month? I am Or wish. sorry, maybe it's because you only listen to it once a year. Maybe it's just because Christmas is a nice time. And so you remember it fondly. And it comes along with good memories of being with your family and getting the Transformer for Christmas. And all that kind of stuff. Eating all sorts of
1: sweets and so forth. I don't know. That's all I got to say. Really? That's it? That's all you got to say? I don't know, wait, right before we started recording the Beach Boys' Merry Christmas Baby, I think is the one it's called, was playing. And I used to like that song, but now every time I hear it, I hear the Beach Boys say, Christmas comes each time this year. And they chanted at (laughs) the end of the song. It just makes me wish I were dead so, so much.
0: Another one of those dumb lines. I guess I do have one more thing to complain about. Worst song ever is Bruce Springsteen's Santa Claus is Coming to Town. That guy was drunk off his ass when he played that song. And Santa Claus
1: is coming. He
0: sounds down. so bad. Like Rich sounds like 50 times better than Bruce Springsteen sang it. Sounded in that song. I don't know what happened to it, but every time they play it each year, I'm just like, seriously, this guy is a guy that I think of as a musical legend because this is the worst song ever. Now that's all I
1: got to say. Well, that's it, huh? Okay. Well, Mike dropped. I feel like we've. <laughs> Ended on a weak note. I um, you would because like I some, said it. I see what it is. Oh, I get it. Why don't you take us out strong? No, <laughs> we, we were going to talk about positives, and I guess that was your way of being positive. But then you bring up the Springsteen song that you hate. <laughs> you had said that we, somebody was going to bring up Winter Wonderland, and nobody does. I don't hate Winter Wonderland at all, and I think it's because of the line. To face unafraid the plans that we've made. They've changed around English Uh so that it rhymes. I always go, face unafraid the plans that we made. I don't know why, but I love that line, that part of that thing. It's like, go boldly where no man has gone before. Made these plans and they're going to go after it. But Winter Wonderland is about sex, right? All songs are about sex, aren't they? Well, it's... it's, (laughs) Uh, there are so many good Christmas songs, and, and maybe we should have done that. We'd ask people to put, well, what song do you like? But
0: We can do that for next year's
1: Nobody wants to hear what you like. They just want to hear what you hate. And I can get so much more worked up about the songs <laughs> that I hate. And of all the ones listed on that, that people suggested, I think it, I'd still have to go with Christmas Shoes as the worst <laughs> of the bunch. It just oh that one is so soulless and just it's just not not cool. I oh it I I, I mean people always talk about it's cold outside in the nastiest possible interpretation of that song. But Christmas shoes is way way filthier than that. Way darker, <laughs> way bleaker, filthier. <laughs> I'm I'm
0: not a fan of that for sure. Although luckily I've only heard it Very few times.
1: Yeah, we've been fortunate. I can't hate it as much as I could if I heard it more. And yeah, this isn't our Thanksgiving episode, but you can be grateful that we've only heard it a couple of times in this time. So thankful that we haven't been submitted to worse. But yeah, there are a lot of good Christmas songs. And I I was wanting you to make a list and me to make a list of the ones that we love. I think that would take a lot of thought and a lot of time. Uh, Okay, so maybe we'll do it next year, but... It just I'm thinking of songs that I wanted to talk about. First time I ever heard O come all ye faithful, and I know this is gonna sound like horseshit, but the first time I ever heard it, I was a little little boy, and we were watching the Brady Bunch. <laughs> and what was the mom's name? Anyway, sure Florence Henderson was supposed to sing O come all ye faithful at some kind of Christmas party, and she got laryngitis and she couldn't sing. And Uh, For some reason, it was really moving to me at this that that she that it was important to her to sing this song and that she couldn't. And then, uh, yes, uh, the heavens open up. It's a Christmas miracle. And she's able to sing. Oh, come all ye faithful. And that made such an impression on me that, like for the rest of my life, every time I hear, oh, come all ye faithful, I think of (laughs) Florence Henderson. And that's funny because she just died. And the last time I heard that on the radio, I was just like, oh, a friggin Christmas song and then I didn't change it. I listened to the rest of the song Wait a because minute. I remembered that. And she died.
0: Oh, you were brought to tears. Well, I know it wasn't. I didn't go that far.
1: There, there are tons of really good Christmas songs. I know that we focused on the negative, and I will continue to do so <laughs> because, yeah, there are some that people didn't mention that that suck just that much. Uh, but oh, holy cow! I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Is that a real song? <laughs> You know, that's a song that little kids should sing for their, like, little
0: Christmas program. Not one that should ever have been made into a song that you can, like, hear on the radio.
1: One that was such a big deal when I was a kid, and it's all but forgotten now, is I'm getting nothing for Christmas. Mm -hmm. That was such a big deal. Oh, gosh. And, And I loved singing it, and the family would always want us to sing it, the kids to sing it, me to sing it. And I think, yeah, in just our age of entitlement that song is is passé that song is no longer in the- it's
0: like well, everybody's been nothing but bad this year they're still getting all they want And what are you talking about <laughs> that's nobody <laughs> you, gets punished
1: anymore you talked about that today before we were recording that your son got a letter from Santa and it said hey guess who made the nice list this year and it had your son's name on it and he looked at your dad and he looked at you not your dad he looked at y- his dad and was like really look at this I made the nice list, despite doing this and this and this, and nobody <laughs> even knows about this.
0: Yeah, I guess I guess you did. <laughs> yeah, he's at the worst stage right now, where that's all he wants to do is be naughty. Whoo, he's gotten into like every Christmas present. He's dug him out of the closet before he's supposed to.
1: It's been a rough year for this guy. All right, well we gotta go. <laughs> Time is short, and uh, I sympathize with the people that are making Christmas albums. Because A, it's so easy, and it's a, a guaranteed return on investment. So that's a two. And then three is, why would you ever take any risk in recording a new song or digging up some old song when there's all these songs that everybody knows that you can just do your version of? And hey, ooh, wow, guess how many we sold in November? Guess how many we sold in December? And it's going to come around next year and the year after that and the year after that for the rest of our lives. But I wish more people would say, you know, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to write a new Christmas song. And if it doesn't hit, that's, that's fine. But at least we're going to have a song here this Christmas that nobody else is singing. that There's no other versions of that's ours, that means something that's unique, that's not just a quick cash-in. And I think that can be tied to when we go to the movies, too, because that sort of stuff is rampant in the movies. But yeah, every once in a while, you'll hear a song that's a like a new Christmas standard. And that you know, then it gets covered by yeah. every new artist. Once they on start their covering Christmas it, album. then it becomes a Christmas standard. Well, I appreciate everybody listening with us. We'll put an explicit warning on here because <laughs> at some point, I believe I, I believe I say the word douche. Whoa! We're All talking right. about no. Eliza douche.
0: Ah, I see. Know. It was important to say it then. All right, folks. We'll uh, see you next time. Thanks for listening, and uh, have a merry Christmas.
1: Yes, have a happy holiday. Happy holiday. Happy
0: holiday.
1: Let's try and do the the little drummer boy thing. Do you want to try and do? I can
0: do Bing Crosby. Come. Um, they told they me. They told me. Pa-rum-pa-pum-pum. A, A newborn, newborn king, king, king to see. see. When does the peace on earth come Peace on earth. I don't know, dude. This is a
1: a doomed to failure experiment. Well, I wanted you to do somebody weird, too. (laughs) To just be like, what? Like Casey Kasem and and Adolf Hitler (laughs) and Charlie Manson doing a song, too? (laughs) If only I could do somebody weird, then it might work out. Good night.
0: (laughs) See you, folks.
1: That gets my goat is produced under a Creative Commons 3.0 license. Doesn't have to be, but it is.
0: And then there's another version too that I have where uh, Brian Setzer does it with Anne Wilson. What? No, what's the woman? Lecky. <laughs> the woman who uh... Landers. Shit. The the one who was Hathaway. in all the the beach blanket movies. Annette Funicello. No, it's not Annette Funicello though. It's if Annette Funicello was no, in Beach Blanket Bingo. I promise. Okay, you. it's not that one. Then she was in she was in like beach movies though, and I can't. think Oh, of what you're her thinking name of Anne
1: Margaret, aren't you?
0: There we go. Thank you. Uh, along those same lines, you know what, dude? What? Before we go along those same lines, I gotta piss like a freaking racehorse. Well, go right there. It's I not can't even go right, right there. There's people.
1: Christmas dildo was nice and hard, nice and hard. It's good to see the Christmas dildo was given out for every good girl like me.